Welcome to the Comic Vine Weekly Podcast for the week beginning March 27, 2017. I am Tony Guerrero, and joining me for a little bit is Matt Elfring. Yeah, I'm here for a whole 20 minutes. Yeah, so you got, got an appointment, but we will... Yeah, I'm trying to get my back fixed before it's convention season, and the only time they can fix it is like, you know, 10 or 11 a.m. my time, so... Yeah, so uh, we are just going to jump into it, because... Last week was crazy. Well, actually, I guess we won't jump into it. So last week I saw Train Spotting. Mm-hmm. Something wants to update. I don't know if you heard that. I heard a Nope, I did not hear it. Um, yeah, I don't know what that's saying. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I don't know what that is. So I saw Train Spotting. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't opened because remember, I think we. I don't know if we talked about it on air or off air, but like the, the starting date that it was confusing. Apparently. It opened in like the San Francisco area last Friday. Uh-huh. I don't know if that means like you know a small you know indie whatever type of theater in the city because it's not playing north like in Marin or you know anywhere. I, could, I couldn't see it in any theaters there. And it's supposed to open wide this Friday, so maybe this Friday is when everyone can see it. I don't know. It's it's all confusing, but I enjoyed it. And I also saw Power Rangers. Nice, and I did enjoy that as well. I had, I, I think, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what other you know people would would, would say about it because I'm not, and you know, I'm not the biggest Power Rangers fan. You know, I, I didn't yeah. watch it because I was already grown up or whatever. You know, and I just didn't catch it because you know whatever was going on. So I didn't have a lot of expectations in in going into it. They spent a lot of time with the character development. Mm-hmm. Where for me that was a good thing because it got you to care about who these kids were, who these Power Rangers are going to be, versus here's a Megazord, here, or you know, just going into big, you know, giant monster battles and all that. So I wonder if some people would have been disappointed because they would want more battles, or if it was a good balance. So mm-hmm. well, we'll have to see how it does and. Because, you know, I, 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 I think I talked to you about it. It's like, I, I wonder how a sequel would be. Now that everything's firmly established, you know, they could literally start the next movie. Just, hey, there's a, another giant monster. Let's go fight, you know, morph in mm-hmm. time and, and get into it versus seeing more of what they're going through and, and all that. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I've been uh, catching up on, on TV. I'm still not. I'm still like I think six weeks back on Legion because I'm trying to do a million other things. Yeah, I'm I'm behind on Legion too. And we did have that question um, from Dot Wilson. Yeah, we Dot Wilson on Twitter because he asked, uh, "What do you like? When? What do you say? Have they confirmed when Legion is actually taking place? Has a '70s vibe, but still unsure." And then you said, "There's future tech in it, like flat screens." So I have no clue. Yeah, I think it's one of those timeless things where it's just like this show exists. Like, like it follows is a good example of that too. Like yeah. the show exists or a movie exists, just enjoy it. Don't worry about it. Well, I say I, I, I mean, I, I've only seen three or four episodes. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I forget, but it, it seems like the f- more like the flashbacky stuff was kind of has like an older feel. Yeah. It. So I, but yeah, I, I assumed it's like modern time. I don't know what that means in terms of like the X-Men universe. It's a separate universe from that. Yeah. Which the showrunner has said, you said at the beginning of the season, like this is a separate universe. The X-Men aren't really, he didn't really say the X-Men aren't a thing, but he kind of alluded to that. It just seems weird. Cause they're supposed to do another X-Men show. Like yeah. The, the pilot. And it's like, is that going to be in another, another universe or is yes. that going to be? Cause so it's like, so we got your movie universe because supposedly Deadpool may be kind of in another universe, and then Logan might be like in another universe. Deadpool, okay, this is where it gets confusing. Um, Logan takes place in the main universe, but it's a different. But he goes, it's different timelines. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically it's separate universes, but it's the same universe at the same time. Uh, and Deadpool, from what I heard, was I thought was the main X Men universe, but 
what I love what Fox is doing is let's just tell the stories we want to tell. Let's not put everything in the same universe because then there's just too much to keep track of. Yeah. I mean, because just the whole thing with Colossus, because obviously yeah. that's that's a big difference. But the, the thing also is like the, the beauty of having the X-Men license is you have I mean, there there's something to be said about having a big, you know, shared universe. And yeah. if you're just saying, oh, we're going to do a Gambit movie in his own universe. We're going to do, you know, whoever in their own. So, but yeah, we'll see. But like I said, I mean, those movies were good. So mm. we'll see how it goes. Uh, Dot Wilson also said, from vegetarian to vegetarian, favorite type of veggie burger? Uh, I usually go with the Morningstar. Volca burgers are kind of weird sometimes. That's what I used to do when I was a vegetarian a long time ago. Yeah, Volcas can be fine. My wife doesn't like them because she says they taste too much like meat. So sometimes, I mean, you have to, you really have to cook a Boca burger to to, the right temperature. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it's weird. Um, For the both of you, favorite comic not from the big two right now i'm just gonna go with deadly class um i'm still really into manifest destiny i was gonna say nailbiter but it just ended yeah um and i think that was it from him uh, oh power rangers i'm sorry i just want to say yeah. i'm really enjoying the power rangers comic i think that's been a lot of fun and the wwe comic so yeah. i'm really into boom studios right now <laughs> yeah and boom they're gonna do uh like an aftermath movie comic type of thing or something Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I think it came out like Friday or or Saturday the the news the press release, and it's supposed to pick up where the movie left off. One of those type of things where mm-hmm. you know it's official until the next movie happens, mm-hmm. and then they're like like oh yeah you know we didn't read that that so we're just gonna do our own thing. And I mean hopefully they would have some coordination. I mean it seems like Saban is pretty open with it now. Well, I mean not not just open, but I I, I would think that they're pretty much on like what's going on. You know, so, yeah. so if they're going to do a comic story, you know, I'm sure there's got to be approval where you know, they, they can say, you can't just do this yet, you know, because we were probably going to do that in the next movie or something like that. So don't go there just yet or don't introduce this character because we might do that later or, you know, maybe not or they're not going to be referenced or, they, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure it won't be like completely, you know, overwritten if, if, if a sequel happens. I don't even know. Actually, um I guess before we get into the trailer, let's look at the box office because I'm curious how, how that did. I haven't I've looked at like nothing this morning just to try to get started a tiny bit earlier than normal. Um, so we, we can get have you on a little bit. So number ten was the Belko experiment with one point eight million. I think this was the, the second week. I, I forgot what I read last week. I, I think this is the first, 24th was the first day for it. I know because I wrote about how excited I was for this film okay. because it's a small indie film, but it's not that small, but because yeah, James was, Gunn wrote it. Yeah, I thought there was something else small that was in the list, but I don't know. Number nine, Lego Batman's 2 million. The Shack is at number eight, 3.8 million. Chips, this is opening weekend for Chips at number seven, 7.6 million. Gross. I guess people aren't into the comedy so much. Uh, I, uh, or they or they just have better taste than a crappy show made into a crappy movie. Hey, I like chips and I like That doesn't mean you're gonna like the movie. Well, I like Dax Shepard and Michael Pena. Did you like um I'm trying to think of all the I was gonna say like Starsky and Hutch, but I kind of enjoyed that. A Team uh, I kind of enjoyed. <laughs> see, I never saw the A Team and Starsky. Mission Impossible movies I kind of enjoyed. Crap, I'm not, I'm digging a hole. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, but also it's it's a rated R remake, you know. So are they going more for like raunchy humor than you know? Yeah. So to be edgy. So I I don't know. I mean that that's too bad. I I do still want to see it, but we'll see. Number six is Get Out. Get Out did I better than Chips. Still haven't seen it. Oh, you suck, man. Sorry, man. But I that's, I have not had time weird. to go see the movies. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> I saw that instead of Beauty and the Beast a couple weeks ago because my daughter went to see Beauty. I, I think I mentioned. I don't know if you were when I first said it to you, but she saw Beauty and the Beast with some of her friends. So we're like, okay, you know, you can. We won't crowd you in the theater, even though it's a big theater. And I want to see Get Out. So eight point seven million. That's that's pretty good. It's over. It's been a, yeah. I think it's over a month. I think it came out like mm-hmm. February twenty fourth or something like that. Uh, number five, Logan, ten point one million. Uh, good that's still still hanging in there number four is life that was a that's wait is that just uh ryan reynolds space yeah that just came out okay. uh, as well yeah so that not not very good N- uh, number four sci-fi uh, movies don't but it's ryan reynolds and ryan got what was ryan gosling no there, there was, was the a good <laughs> um 
there was a there was a study that um I now I'm now trying to think of his name, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. No, it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. Those, no, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, there was actually a study that came out a few years ago from uh, kind of just studying Hollywood, and they they're they're kind of saying that names aren't really a big thing anymore. Like people don't go to a movie for a name as much as they used to. Like he won't go to a Brad Pitt movie unless the movie looks interesting. People are more actually intrigued by like plot now. Yeah, it is Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I guess that makes sense, but it's also I don't know. We'll, yeah, because then you have like Kong Skull Island had tons of actors, and I'm sure people went to see it because it was King Kong. Yeah. So that's that yeah. number three, fourteen point four million. Power Rangers was number two, forty point five with million. zero names in it <laughs> except for a Brian, Brian Cranston as Zordon. Yeah. yeah, but and that's uh, the name. Elizabeth Banks, she's not a huge name. Oh, who I super love. Yeah. Um. So that did forty point five million. Mm, not not super great. I mean, it's good. Number one, Beauty and the Beast, eighty-eight point three million. Damn! So it did twice what Power Rangers, over twice, in its second week. I think it's the second week. I can't keep track of anything anymore. So that is pretty nuts. Uh, there was a trailer on Saturday, Saturday morning. I woke up to a trailer. Which was nice. I'm glad it happened in the morning and not like some random time during the day. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. Okay, so Justice League came out, and what did you think of the trailer? I um, I think this was the moment watching that trailer that I decided I hate Zack Snyder. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna get a little into it. His movies don't exist in like reality. They exist on green screen and it's so apparent and I'm just getting so tired of like nothing feels real. Like the thing that I and I I I want to actually say this first before I completely get hypocritical about it. I I hate the comparison of DC to Marvel for the movies because they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about superhero films in general, not the process of them being put out, what I really enjoyed about Marvel movies, again, hypocritical, uh, is that I feel like, yeah, it's way out there, but it could, like, I could walk down the street and see, you know, Daredevil or something like that. The Everything in, in the Justice League trailer, and this is also keeping in mind that the trailer they showed us, these are very, very, very early, not finished, like, computer-generated images which, again, that makes me mad because that whole trailer is computer-generated. Um, so it's not finalized, so it could look better, but there's no sense of reality in it, which really bugged me. Well, yeah. I mean, part of the problem is, you know, they're going to be fighting the parademons. Yeah, so, and that's got to be... So that yeah. right there is, is taking it further than, like, a Captain America Winter Soldier, you know, which was, like, street-level, whatever, you know, what you want to call it. Or, I mean, because... It, it's. It's more so than that. It's the backgrounds are CG. Everything is green screened. Like when I, I remember there was a, there's a couple shots towards the end of the trailer where it's wonder woman and somebody else. And they're standing there. I'm like, wow, those characters, well, wonder woman looks really cool. Uh, and Aquaman looks really cool. And then I look at the background. I'm like, Oh, disgusting, gross CG where the lighting does it's night out, but the lighting doesn't match that at all. And it's just really aggravating. The part that, I mean, I, I enjoyed the trailer and, I'm going to see the I, hell yeah, out of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we're both there. I mean, I'm trying – not, not, nothing against you because, you know, you're, everything you're saying is valid. I'm trying to remain po- as positive as possible. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to say because, you know, I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. And mm-hmm. I, I think Gal Gadot is going to be awesome as Wonder Woman. It will be – and I, I still want to say something else. It will be interesting to see how – she is how the Wonder Woman movie is and then how she is in Justice League, you know, how she's going to feel, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. Zack Snyder will, you know, cause this will be her or it is her will have been whatever when they're working. It's her third time in the role. So hopefully yeah. he's allowing her to do what she feels the character needs versus I need you to stand here. I need you to look glare here and move like, you know, so, um, but the, the one part, Oh, there's one part of the trailer that really bothered me. It was when Cyborg jumps in, you know, knocks the car. He's like, oh, you might want to move. That looked really CG. I know. I, I didn't bring it up because it's not finalized. Yeah. Like, I'll bring up the backgrounds because that's silly. Like, But 
yeah, I'm trying not to get too in the depth in the CG, but yeah, he looks rough there. I, I, I do hope, and I, I don't know if I said it on Twitter or if I, I told someone, but I was like, like, or maybe someone brought that part up, and I was like, yeah, that was that was a little rough, and I hope it does get polished a little more. Mm-hmm. But you know, the other thing to look at is like, okay, the movie comes out in November. They didn't need to release a trailer now. I mean, to, to release it on a random Saturday. You know, at least with Wonder Woman, it's like, okay, here's a kids award. There's going to be, you know, a bunch of young people watching this. You know, we can try to, you know, appeal to them. With with Justice League, there was nothing. It it went up at 8 a.m. Pacific just on YouTube. And I don't know if there, you know, it was attached to anything. It's not like, oh, it's going to be on the Kimmel show. They're going to premiere it. And, you know, there's going to be all this. It, It just happened. You would think... And I don't know if there's any, you know, need for it to go up this early. It's like, why not wait until June? You know, because we're we're almost in April. You know, wait two months until Wonder Woman comes out. Put it on there. Because, you know, everyone's going to go see Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And then they would see the trailer. I mean, they'll probably have the trailer anyways. But it just, it's weird that they would. And, and you know, that, that two months, they could have polished it up a little more. Unless yeah. that's what it's going to look like in a final version. Which, again, you and I both hope and think it won't. So it's just weird that I don't know. I will say on the po- I'm going to go to the positive side of things because I, I know everybody is just kind of crapping on this movie or on the trailer. I saw a lot of it on Twitter over the weekend. Um, I think Jason Momoa as Aquaman is perfect. I actually am super into it. Yeah, a lot of people like, uh, p- people in the office are like, oh, Aquaman, that's going to be. So it's like, no, I mean, it, it'll be cool. I mean, Aquaman can be a badass. And I'm also an Aquaman fanboy, though. So yeah. I think I. I know that those people are kind of hard to please because they have the super friends mindset. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very hard to please because I'm a huge Aquaman fan. Uh, And I like, he just like, he didn't have many lines, but he was boisterous, like a little cocky. I think the costume and the, and the hair works really well together. And when he threw the trident and the parademons, I'm just like, like, hell yes. Like I will watch this. Yeah. Just Aquaman and Batman. I enjoyed and wonder woman for me, it's just flash and, Cyborg, I'm not feeling it all in that trailer. My daughter is like, she's like, no, that's not Flash. Because she's all about Grant Gustin. I was like, you know, you got to let it go. You got to, you know. It's, it's Grant Gustin thing. would not work in the this DC no, universe. No. But, you know, Ezra Miller, I have to say, especially after Fantastic Beasts, you know, mm-hmm. he, I thought he did a good job in that that, movie, in that Who role. Who was he in Fantastic Beasts? He was uh, uh, the, the, the kid. The, with the, the, oh my god that guy's awesome i didn't yeah. even realize that till now yeah so that was him oh and, he's fantastic and he was in i know he did a couple other movies before i because i wasn't like overly familiar with him when he was first cast i was like who's that so um yeah you know he did a good role you know just with it was just so weird you know you you felt you know in, in fantastic beast you know like what he you know he wanted you know what yeah it was just we're not gonna get into that movie so um yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It, it's it's kind of interesting with with Batman. Like in the beginning, you know, they show him on the horse, you know. But it's like this is a dude that has like like eighteen Batmobiles, you know, at a, you know any whatever, or and mm-hmm. you know Bat Jetsons. He's gonna ride a horse through the frozen tundra to get somewhere instead of you know, which you know he's he's being a little more cautious, a little yeah, maybe he doesn't want to scare anyone away, or you know, he's just, it's just kind of weird. And it, yeah. because when he's going up to him, like, he's like, hey, Barry Allen, here's Batarang, I'm Batman. You know, so it's it's not like he's trying to be, you know, stealthy, necessarily. Mm-hmm. So that that was, was kind of weird. At first, when I, I watched the trailer, I thought when they first showed Aquaman, I thought that was Bruce Wayne. That oh, really? Because, <laughs> you know, you, you don't, you really see him, then he, you know, Aquaman carries him into the bar, throws him down, you just see, like, a dark-haired, wet dude. I thought... I was like, did he sink Bruce Wayne's boat or something? Or did, did he, he either save them or he, he sunk his boat? And because when he's, he picks up the, the whatever whiskey and he's like, it's on him because, you know, Bruce Wayne's rich. So I was like, oh, you know, so Aquaman's going to make him pay for it. But someone called me out on it. They're like, I don't, I think, don't think that was him. I was like, yeah, you're right. It, it looks like some other dude. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. And then we saw Commissioner Gordon, uh, which I, I love, uh, JK Simmons. So, yeah. And I mean, it's with just that scene. He's like, you know, it's good to see you playing well with others again, because Batman has this existing history, which is fascinating because, you know, we know Robin was killed. So, you know, Batman has been around. It's not like this is a new universe. It's not like with Marvel where we were seeing everyone as they were kind of being introduced or, you know, first 
coming into power. That's a big difference between the two, aside from the fact that with Marvel, they had the luxury of introducing everyone, and DC, they're just kind of like, here is everyone. But it's, it's mm-hmm. also kind of good that it's not like, oh, now, you know, Cy- this guy becomes Cyborg. Oh, now Barry Allen got speed powers. Oh, now, you know, it, all this stuff is kind of is already happening, and we're just coming into the world. So that, that's, that's kind of cool that way. It, it's, you know, it's different. So you mm-hmm. have that. We saw Barry Allen, his dad's in prison, so mm-hmm. they're not changing that. So that was good. Uh, we saw Wonder Woman likes doing the, the sweep kicks, which, which is fine because it looks cool when, when she, she does that. The, the slide, you know what I'm talking about? Where she like yeah. slides yeah. and kicks the legs out. I don't know who she was fighting there because I think those were like bank robbers. They're wearing like suits and they had black gloves. Yeah. So it's like she's fighting bank robbers. I was like, okay. You know. And then we saw a mother box and I'm, I believe that was a Silas Stone. Yeah, it looked like it. Cyborg I staff. bet you that's I bet you that's when Cyborg gets created. Mm-hmm. No, because everybody showed that in, in BBS. But we saw him playing football without the Cyborg the, the, gear see, on. Yeah, but see, because in the footage, Cyborg was already like half torn apart or whatever. I think. Yeah, I think we're gonna get like a some sort of weird quick origin though. Yeah, though. they're gonna probably do some sort of flashback um, because again, it's just all, it's all crazy editing. You know. It, it looks like Silas comes home to his apartment or whatever his house and, you know, the mother box is working and then the parademon comes up behind him. You know, those could be told two different days. It just looks like they're related. So I just, I just shook my head because it's more stupid Zack Snyder, like piecing together films and jumping forward, jumping back without really any, God, I want this movie to be good so bad, but I have a feeling it's just going to be, you know, uh, two and a half hours of does this shot look cool? Yeah. Well, I don't. Know. We'll see. I mean, hopefully, hopefully he hears some of the critiques and isn't just like you know. It's not like he he has to listen to what people are saying. You know, he he has his. Own I don't know. Vision. He should. They're buying tickets. Yeah, but they're going to yeah. buy. It but, but, the, but that's the thing. You know, they they can choose not to buy the tickets. You know, he if he has his vision, you know, he should be true to his vision. But he should also be open to listen. You know what people are saying and not necessarily like, Oh, I need to change everything because these vocal people are complaining, even though all these other people are buying movie tickets. You know, there's, there's that balance. I hope he would listen and consider yeah. some things, but not necessarily have to, you know, change who he is. Cause there's a reason he, they chose him as a director. You know, they must want him, you know, whatever he, you know, he's bringing to the table. So we'll see. Uh, it's it's it's. I I also worry like what's the runtime on this movie and how fast four hours. You know, how fast is everything going to go? Because again, that's the problem here is right now it's just Batman and Wonder Woman. You know, none of the others are. So Batman needs to find everyone, convince them to join his cause, and then they need to figure out who you know what each one can do, and then jump into this battle. Unless it's just like okay, hey, you want to? Oh crap! Look at that! Let's go. You know, like there's no no time to talk and sort things out. It's just yeah. like, oh, hey, you want to do that? Oh, let's go. We got we have no choice now. So we'll see that. And I assume the stuff with Cyborg is Cyborg. He's supposed to have his own movie too, right? I thought so. Yeah. See, see it's weird that you know because you would think that you'd do his origin story, uh, you know, there because with the Flash, we know the Flash already has powers because you know he was in that the convenience store footage. He had that like two second cameo in suicide squad. And, you know, so we know he's gone through whatever we assume, you know, since he had his costume in suicide squad, he's got that already. And, you know, we, we see a glimpse of his dad. So I don't know if how much they'll go into that, his past and how he got his powers, or if it's, you know, are they going to do a flashback? Is he going to tell Bruce Wayne how he became the flash? Does Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne even care? Or are they going to save that all for whenever his solo movie happens if it happens since it's getting rewritten or whatever is going on but on that note i have to go get my back work on okay so uh maybe i don't know about next week because of WonderCon. i will be on a plane so i'll probably not be around <laughs> okay so now it is just me i'm gonna try to run through some news run through some comics see what we can do um and you know last week was just just like it was nuts with the the movie Two movie screenings in one week, writing the reviews, and just still 
planning for WonderCon. So yeah, uh, did we mention that? Matt and I and we'll, Matt and I will be at WonderCon. We'll be there with Greg, one of our video producers at Games About Universe. So we'll be doing some stuff. It's it's going to be cool and just making the plans. They slowly just trickle in. It's that's that's the thing. So you guys are probably used to like all the stuff that we do and stuff, but. <laughs> the appointments, man, it's, it's a lot of it is last minute stuff. So it's, it's always tricky where you're going into it. You're not really sure what exactly you're doing, where you're going to be, but you, you have a, a rough idea, but so we have that going on. Some news that came out last week. And as I mentioned, I have not prepped before. Usually I try to jot some things down like points to hit. So I'm just going to try to wing it as we go along. So hopefully it's, it's not horrible, but um, there, there's some, some word on uh, Cable and Deadpool 2. Apparently the front runner, now this is as of last, I think it was Tuesday, so I don't think anything has changed since then. Uh, if so, hopefully I'll, I'll catch it. But apparently Michael Shannon, who you may be familiar with from Man of Steel, is reportedly at the top of the list to play Cable. So, I don't know how I feel about that. And, you know, nothing, I'm not going to go into Man of Steel or anything. I, it's, I don't know. Um, maybe he could do it. I, and, and this is the whole thing, you know, when they first talked about Cable, you know, people were saying, who would you want to play Cable? And I don't know who I'd want to play Cable. I had someone in mind. I'm trying to think. And, you know, there's been a lot of kind of like fan art, like kind of really cool looking digital, you know, make mock-ups or whatever. And, um, cause like Rob Liefeld's been, been posting some of them on his Instagram and, and some of them look cool. And some are, there's someone that was like, it's like, yeah, that, that would be kind of cool. Another person that is supposedly, um, in, in the running is David Harbor from Stranger Things. So he was the the police chief. Uh, what was his name? Jim Hopper. Hopper, I think it was Jim Hopper. So he is supposedly in the running too. Um, we'll have to see. But Michael Shannon. I mean, that that could be interesting to see how he do. I'm I'd be curious if whoever they're they're going to get to do it. And I would like to have faith that they are going to cast the right person that they're not going to be like, we need to find someone. Well, how about you? You know, you'll, you'll do, you know, they're going to, they're not going to want to mess this up. You know, they're going to want someone that's going to do an awesome job and hopefully someone that, you know, will commit to doing, you know, more than one appearance because it, it'd be cool to see, you know, more than just one. Uh, I think there may have been an update on this, but apparently aside from the venom, movie news, which I, there was an update on that. I'll get to in a second. But they're saying that Silver Sable and Black Hat could be in another Spider-Man spinoff movie. So this is supposedly going to be written by Chris Yost, who worked on Thor Ragnarok, and he's done a bunch of awesome comics. He does he, mainly Marvel comics. Uh, he recently did Scarlet Spider with, with, with Kane, he did um he did new X-Men with, with Craig Kyle. So that sounds cool. Uh I, I don't know, just like with Venom, I don't know how it's gonna fit into the Spider-Man universe with you know Tom Holland, but it doesn't have to. You know, it doesn't have to be like firmly right there. You know, it doesn't have to with Venom, I would like to see a Spider-Man connection. I don't know how that would work. And you know, we already had Venom and Spider-Man 3, so we don't need to go through that whole bit again. But with with Black Hat and Silver Sable, they don't have to be, you know, teased or Easter egged. Is that as a verb? I'm making it a verb. They don't need to be, you know, teased in, in Spider-Man Homecoming. They could exist in the same world, but in another part. You know, another, you know, New York City is friggin' big. So, you know, it's not like they have to... Black Hat doesn't have to be a student at Peter Parker's school. So... And we, we can see how that goes. As far as the Venom news, so there is supposedly a Venom movie. You know, it's still happening. The latest is that it's going to be like a sci-fi horror. It's going to be a little, little spooky. There's still no word if there's going to be any connection to Spider-Man. But 
they're saying that it could be the I think it might shoot this fall. And what was the release date? Like 2018? Something like that. And it's supposed to be directed by Alex Kurtzman, who is doing The Mummy that's coming out this summer. So we'll have to see what happens with, with that. There was also some Spider-Man posters that came out, and I saw some comments like, that looks more like a Deadpool poster. Because, you know, there's one where he's just laying, you know, wearing a jacket, listening to headphones. But, you know, Peter Parker's a kid. So, you know, why wouldn't he, you know, be just hanging around with that? Uh, see what else? There's a bunch of Twin Peaks images that, that came out from Entertainment Weekly. They were, they were in a, I don't know if that, did that magazine, did that issue come out? Because I had a subscription to Entertainment Weekly. It just ran out and I've been meaning to renew it. I think I missed maybe one or two. Uh, it just recently ran out. And then I saw all the Twin Peaks images, and there's supposed to be like three different covers and all this. I was like, oh, man. So I, I renewed my subscription. I got the digital copy of the issue. But I was at a bookstore yesterday, and they still had the Thor issue there. So I don't know if Twin Peaks is in stores, is not in stores, but I read it. Oh, man. I am so excited for Twin Peaks to come back, but you guys know that. Uh, there is some Star Wars news that, that came out. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger, he said some stuff, and Woody Harrelson, you know, they, they, they mentioned some stuff. One thing they said that with um, the unfortunate passing of Carrie Fisher, they're not going to change anything in Episode Eight in The Last Jedi. They're not going to have a death scene for her or anything because as you probably have heard, she had shot all her scenes before, you know, last December, you know, they, they were done shooting. So they don't plan on, on doing anything there when they get to episode nine, who knows, you know, they don't have to address anything. You know, we don't have no idea what's going to happen. Episode nine, episode nine could be completely different. Maybe she's on another mission. She's overseeing something else, you know, there's kind of no need to bring that in, you know, and, you know, maybe, I don't know if it's poor taste, you know, you get approval from the state or whatever, you know, they could do some CG if they need to do a cameo in the background or something. I, that would be weird. You know, I don't think anyone really wants to see that, but, you know, you have to think about the story too. And, but then you also want to, you know, be, be, Oh, sensitive to you know people's feelings and, and all that. So we have that. As far as the Han Solo movie, so Woody Harrelson, um, he was on on the Tonight Show, and he he was talking about some stuff. Well, there's there's you know he's supposed to be like a mentor for Han Solo. So right there, you kind of get the idea what his character is going to look like because you know we, we've seen. Woody Harrelson, I, I kind of see, see him like, you know, was it Hamus, Hamus, Seamus, Hamus from the Hunger Games? Oh, man. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of being that, like the, the, the rough, grizzled, you know, mentor trying to tell him while he's drinking and all the time. So that'd be kind of funny to see him, but it's like, let's not have the same exact character, although that was a good character in the Hunger Games movies. Uh, the other thing that came out, is apparently, maybe, possibly, Han Solo isn't his real name. So maybe his name is like Han Hanapold Solo, or I don't know. I mean, that can make sense. I would hope that Han is some part of his name, or you know, even if it's a nickname, that hopefully it makes sense. It's not like his name is, is like like uh, Stanley Solo, and it's like where does Han come from? I don't know. That's just yeah. So. <laughs> We'll have to, to see about that. Um, we're supposedly also going to see how Han Solo gets the Millennium Falcon. It's supposed to take place between when he's 18 to 24 years old. I would hope that they don't get specific on the age because they've never really talked about how old people are. They, although I don't know if they did it with Padme. Uh, but, you know, the age isn't necessarily the same for us. You, know, you always wonder about that because different planets – you know, I think they have like a standard year. They have like a, an accepted time period. 
But obviously, each planet's going to have a different passing of time depending on how that planet revolves or around its sun. You know, so what what counts as a year is going to be different from planet to planet, solar system to solar system, and all that. But we're supposed to see him 18 to 24 when he gets the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo. I mean, hopefully he's not like an 18-year-old getting the Millennium Falcon. He needs to be older because, you know, we know the story. He won the game in a Sabak, in a card game against Lando. You know, you don't want to see this young 18-year-old. But again, 18 years old could be something different and, you know, for Corellians. We shall have to see. I, I am curious to see that. I wonder if there's going to be a trailer at Star Celebration because that comes out next month. So I we we talked about Power Rangers. You may have seen the spoilers for the the mid credits scene. Um, it's just crazy because I, I I I posted an article on Friday, and I saw you know a couple of people are posting stuff on Thursday. Uh, you know because the screening. The, like the main screening, there was like an earlier screening, but the, like the main screening for most critics or whatever was Wednesday. And then a lot of people took it upon themselves, uh, or not a lot, but some people Thursday decided to spoil that scene. But then also on, on the official Power Rangers Twitter, they, they kind of they t- tweeted something, I think, was it Thursday night? I mean, if it was Thursday night, that's, you know, the movie was already out, they, but it was a pretty big tease. I won't go into it now, but if if you're into Power Rangers, you know that that's a, a big thing. Apparently, a Zombieland sequel is still possible. It might still happen. So we'll have to see. You know, I I don't know how I think. Do people like zombie? How do people feel about Zombieland? I mean, I I was I was okay with it because I didn't see it when it first came out. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, you know, this is fine. This is good. You know, I didn't love it like maybe some people might have. So I don't know how it's, it's you know, has, has it achieved like cult status? You know, people like that? I don't know. Um, going back to Deadpool, I just saw this. So there is, there's a little bit of an update with uh, Rhett Reese and, you know, Paul Wernick. They're the writers and they're also possibly working on, on Zombieland. But they t- they mentioned why Fox hasn't given Deadpool 2 a release date yet. And Rhett said, we don't want to put the cart before the horse. And oftentimes with release date that happens. You end up racing and you end up being forced to do something you're not happy with. And the great thing about Deadpool is we spent a career trying to duck other movies. So, I uh, see Fox is probably going to be able to drop that thing on a date and everyone else is going to scatter because no one else will want, want to come out the same weekend. Our feeling is it's all about the movie. The fact that Deadpool came out in February and did as well as it did, you are seeing similarly the summer um, movie season start earlier in March and movies succeed in October. So the date doesn't mean as much as it used to be. So yeah, it used to be, you know, there there's, I think we've talked about this before, but there's there's kind of like a not necessarily common courtesy, but you you know you want to be very careful. You when you lock in your movie date, you know you want to get the the big you know Fourth of July weekend is usually a big one, Mem- Memorial Day weekend. You know you want to you want your big blockbuster movie to hit those those peak holiday moments. At the same time, you don't want to compete with the other big big blockbuster movies. There's one thing because if one movie sells out, then people have a choice to see the other one, but at the same point, you know, you don't want to want to fight, you know, to get these audiences, you know, in, into your theater when they're seeing something else. So sometimes, you know, if, if someone locks in a date, it's kind of common courtesy. You know, you don't want to put something else that's going to cause a huge amount of, of competition if it's the same type of audience. But also, you don't want to put your big movie against someone else's big movie and take that gamble. We've seen that kind of happen where some people will stand their ground and then someone kind of caves in. But with with Deadpool, it almost sounds like they're going to have to do the opposite. We're going to say, okay, hey, our movie's ready. We can have it done by this date. We're going to open it this weekend. Doesn't We don't care who else is opening. So it might be interesting to see if they'll get someone else to change their date or, if, you know, like what they said, 
they open, you know, Deadpool opened up in February. That's not known for big blockbuster movies. So they can put it up whenever they want. Once upon a time, you would ask me, I would say August is not a good time to put a big movie because it's the end of summer, people going back to school, people, you know, they don't want something. But Guardians of the Galaxy was huge. And wasn't there something last summer in August? I, I don't remember. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's not that that big of a deal. It's it's nice not to have to rush because you look at, like, Gambit. You know, Gambit had a release date, and then things kept kind of, you know, falling apart. And then there was, like, that pressure. It's like, well, you know, we're, we got to get going. We got to get going. And then they're finally like, let's just pull it. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gone forever. I mean, hopefully it will still happen. But, you know, at the same point, I, I'm all for something being done when it's done and not being pushed. At the same time, I don't want, you know, someone to take their sweet time and it'd be like, like 10 years until we have, you know, Deadpool 2. Because, you know, you want to be able to, you know, catch it when it happens. Uh, there's a Pirates of the Caribbean. There's another trailer. Is this the second trailer that just came out? Because I don't know if I saw the last trailer, but there's one that apparently came out uh, yesterday, I think. So we have that. And I believe that's almost about it. Um, Akira. So they're talking about an Akira remake still. That's been going on forever. And it's going to be at Warner Brothers, it looks like. It sounds like they have a couple people on a short list. So there's David Sandberg. And Daniel Espinoza. So let's see. Sandberg did Lights Out. So that was the horror movie last year. And Espinoza is the guy that did Life, which is just in theaters. So we'll have to see. The big question, obviously, will you know who's going to be cast in Akira? Is it going to be a bunch of white dudes? Or are they going to mix it up? Oh. I'm I'm not even going to go there but you know whoever is best for the role but you know they obviously you want to consider the source material I I'm glad that's not not part of my job to, to figure that out. Oh and then the the very last thing there will be a new Spider-Man Homecoming trailer on Tuesday tomorrow depending when you listen to this. So there is a a little quick tease that came out this morning. All right. As far as comics, let's see how many comics did I get to this week. This is a crazy weekend. Um, I was going to do some, some more stuff yesterday, but it was my niece's ninth birthday, so happy birthday to her. So that took away some of my, my working time. Plus, it was a weekend. <sighs> you know, I, need, I need to relax sometime. Uh, I got DC queued up on my iPad, and I have some, also some floppies in front of me. Um, so starting, trying to remember what I've read when. Cause I always get confused when, when I read some of these comics earlier, and then it's like, did this come? I've read that so long ago, but it's like, it's like no. So Action Comics came out, and I believe I finished this one. We, you know, we, we talked about this, or I've been kind of touching upon this. We haven't been able to go into full details until uh, when it first was revealed that's the deal with, with Clark Kent when uh, Matt was on one time. We did spoilers at the end. So uh, I guess it's it's common knowledge now, but I, or it should be. There could be people still trade waiting. I, don't, I won't spoil it, even though I think it's it's out there. But, you know, we, we find out basically this is the this, I think this is the conclusion of this. This Superman Reborn. Things are kind of settled. Uh, sort of. You know, there, there's still a bunch of questions. Superman kind of does something in, in solving this problem. And it might kind of affect the entire DC universe. This is something that needs to be really thought about. Like, what does all this mean? Because, you know, we have the, the pre, pre-convergence, pre-Flashpoint Superman and the New 52 who was a new 52 Superman now that he's here? You know, what what does his past mean? And yeah, so this is this is something that needs some 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 thinking and digesting um and analyzing. Because you know, we see Mr. Oz in here, and you know, he's he's commenting about some of the stuff that Superman does. 
You know, is this Ozymandias? We don't know. We'll have to see. So uh, what's next? Uh, oh, there's an ad for Superman. Up and away. So I think that's just a generic, not generic, but just a, a, a plain. Read all the Superman comics. So that story is 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 done. Still, I I'm not sure how I feel about the the deal with the other Clark Kent. Guess it kind of works. It may, I mean it makes sense. I just yeah the 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 person behind it not my favorite. Well, let's just say that. Okay. Also, this week was uh, wasn't there? Let's see. Uh, I read the Flash. <laughs> That's not the comic I was looking for. I thought there was there a detective. Yeah, okay. The Flash came out. I actually enjoyed this issue. So this is part two, where you know the Flash and Kid Flash are trying to track down um, Boomerang to find out what happened to the other Reverse Flash, Daniel West, since he is Wally West's dad. And you know, so Flash has to kind of work with Boomerang because they're in you know Boomerang is on this mission for Amanda Waller. And it was an enjoyable issue. There's some things. There, one part I was just like, really? That's how going to be your reaction to this as I tiptoe around? But I, I did enjoy that issue. And what's going to happen? Did they tease? Oh, what they tease next, that last page, mm-hmm, you're, you don't want to miss this issue for some things that are unfolding in the DC universe. So I will just say that. Um, as far as Detective Comics goes, so this is dealing more with Cassandra Kane, Lady Shiva, and with, with Gotham being attacked and Batman being accused of murdering the mayor. And there's a lot of bad stuff going down in, in Gotham. So the League of Assassins there. Um, someone makes a surprise appearance on the last page. So it's, it's pretty nuts for, for Batman right now. Uh, Wonder Woman. So... This one takes place in the present. So we're dealing with Wonder Woman and her memory, you know, because she kind of, you know, she was locked up and it seemed like, you know, she didn't really know who she was. And part of that was, was like the shock from realizing that all the times that she's been to Themyscira since she first left wasn't really true, wasn't happening, that she hadn't really gone back. And she's not sure where it's at. So it sounds confusing to you. So I guess it was really confusing for her. All that is kind of, I mean, her her questioning her identity and all that. It's just all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go. And there is some like weird resolution there. And we still don't have answers. You know, it's still coming. But it was, it was kind of, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about how that the pacing there. And it's just weird with the every other month. You know, both issues or both storylines are good. You know, it's cool seeing the past and the present, but sometimes it's just like, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it gets a little weird. Not necessarily confusing, but, you know, you have that. Okay, what else? Um, I need to catch up on Batman Beyond. I think I saw a spoiler for something that happens in Batman Beyond. If you are caught up, you probably know what I'm talking about. I think I saw it was like on DC's Instagram or something. Where it's like, thanks. Uh, if it's what I think it is, it's something cool, something I've been waiting for. But I think I think I'm an issue or two behind. I know I didn't read issue six, so we have that. Um, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns. Uh, you can see from the cover, something kind of cool happened. I can't believe I didn't read this one yet. Uh, part of the problem is is what I do when I when I load these up on my iPad on, on the DC app. I don't use Comicsology. I use a DC app. I, for some reason, I just it's it works better for me, or I just like having them all contained. And I put stuff on a Marvel app. I like having all the Marvel contained, all the DC contained. But when I read these on the ferry, I usually don't have internet. I don't turn on my you know hotspot thing or whatever. So I have like loads of com- like I still have some comics from you know past weeks that I haven't read yet. And then when I'm looking through all the stuff. I, I lose track of like, okay, what just came out this week? And then I'll read this. I was like, did this come out this week? Or is this like three weeks ago? So I don't always read everything. And I did not read Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns yet. But the, looking at that cover, it's like, uh, that's something you should read right away. 
Uh, same thing, I haven't read Suicide Squad yet. So, and Teen Titans, here's Aqualad, Rise of the Aqualad. Okay, this is part one. So we have that. Looks like some cool stuff. I'm curious. Um, I have fallen behind on a couple of comics. That I would like your opinion if, if you are reading it. But I'm curious about Blue Beetle because I was on the fence in the beginning. And, you know, has it gotten better is, I guess, what, what I, what I want to know. Because... And by better, I mean, is it getting better for me? Not that it was bad before, but it, it was just, I wasn't really getting into it. So I'm curious about that. The other one I'm curious about is Mother Panic. Because it felt like there was a long wait, and you know maybe it just felt long, between the first couple issues. So I'm, I'm curious how that's going. So those are a couple books that I need to get caught up on. As far as Marvel orders future quest, you know, you got space ghost on the cover. So how can that not look cool? So I need to get caught up. It's too much stuff to get caught up on. Um, as far as their suicide squad, <laughs> I still, I'm trying to leave the DC app. Um, Deathstroke came out Batgirl. All right. But Marvel, let's see, what did I read at Marvel this week? Um, amazing Spider-Man renew your vows. So Ryan Segman didn't do the art in this issue, but it was it was a a nice change of pace. So the first four issues dealt with Spider-Man, Mary Jane, and her daughter fighting the Mole Man, basically. And you have little Normie Osborn, who is in charge of Oscorp now. And it kind of seems like, is, is he evil? Is he an evil corporate dude? Is he going to cause problems for Spider-Man? It looks like he is going to. So we have that. But this issue was was kind of like, okay, we just fought this battle. Let's take a rest. Oh, no, we it's family night. So we got to go do something. And then, of course, when, you know, you try having a just calm family night, that's not going to work. So things get pretty nutty, and they end up having to fight someone else. So it, it, was, a, it, was, it was a fun issue. It, it, was, it was good. Captain America, Steve Rogers. So this is building things up. We're getting closer. You know, the whatchamacallit, Secret Empire is getting closer. And we're seeing more of Steve Rogers' past. And there's something that happened. What was it? Oh, it's just, I don't know what, what to make of this. And, you know, from the beginning, I I am interested i'm intrigued with with this story i want to see how it's going to play out i don't like captain america in this role i don't like him being loyal to hydra or whatever i want his past to be you know returned you know just get kobik the cosmic cube the snapper fingers or whatever so seeing like who he's going to be targeting makes it a little interesting a little more interesting i should say so i'm, I'm curious how this is going to play out we see a bunch of people get brought back together um things are going to get messy for i mean it's it's you can see how this is going to affect everyone uh electra so i i did catch up for some reason i never finished reading the first issue but i, I read that and i read issue two my problem here well, one i don't know how i feel about her new costume and you know her her old costume i guess was kind of weird but it it's just it was classic i guess it's just what she always had her new costume i i find is interesting i don't know <coughs> i don't know why she decides to use you know a kind of mask now you know cover half her face i guess it kind of goes with the, the ninja way but you know she spent her whole career not covering her face and now she's going to take the time to cover it up and It'd be one thing if she's trying to lay low or, you know, trying to separate herself from her past or whatever. You know, so it's like, okay, you know, new costume, cover my face. People aren't going to know who I am. But it's it's almost like people right away are like, oh, there's Electra. It's like, how how did you figure that out, you know? And then it's not really a spoiler, but she is kind of going up against Arcade. 
I do not like arcade. I think Matt likes arcade. I want to talk about him. I want to talk to him about this since he he enjoyed the first issue. He said, ah, you know, arcade was just in Gwenpool. It's like now he's. This is one of the things you know. He was, I think he was in New York, you know, doing his things. Now he's in Las Vegas, and you know, he's like the king of Las Vegas. He's called himself or something like that. He's got this. How many murder worlds does he have? So, uh, arcade, Hulk. I don't think uh, I realized I did not read issue three, but I read issue four to try to catch up. I need to go back and read three. I don't think Jen has changed into Hulk yet. You know, she's she's dealing with a lot. You know, after fighting Thanos and getting you know really injured, going in a coma, and just everything that's happened. But I don't think she's hulked out yet. Even though you know we we've seen the cover and all that, so it's it's an interesting approach because we're at issue four now, and it's it's kind of like a slow build. It's it's not a bad thing, but you know when you have an issue called Hulk, you expect some Hulk action. So I don't I mean unless I miss some in issue three, it hasn't happened yet. Maybe next issue, Iron Fist number one came out. Uh, so Ed Brisson, Brisson wrote this. It's one of those where it's like, wait, what's going on? How did Danny Rand get here? It's an interesting beginning seeing where where Danny's at. He's kind of see, I don't know what what is the I don't want to spoil anything. So let me see what the solicit says. Gauntlet starts here, Kunlun is in ruins. The Chi feeling Danny the Chi Chi Kai Chi feeling Danny's fist is wavering. Is there a future for Iron Fist? Danny Rand pushes up to break point. Finding fights to prove his worth, but a bigger fight than he can handle may have found him. Okay, so he's kind of seeking things out, uh, trying to find his place, questioning things. And so, again, I don't want to give anything away, but like his his connection to the Iron Fist is, you know, he's, he's having difficulty with it. So kind of like uh, we saw a little bit in the Iron Fist Netflix show, but that that's an interesting thing to see you know because if if kunlun i don't remember any real major mention to kunlun here in this issue but if there's a problem there will that affect him being able to access the the iron fist because you know that's supposed to come from within is is there you know it's almost like he's he's kind of fallen from grace a little is that affecting his abilities but we also see that he is more than just the iron fist, you know, than, than that ability. You know, he obviously has some pretty good hand-to-hand combat skills. So we're, we're seeing there, there's a lot of, a lot of fighting going on here. Um, Spider-Gwen came out. I'm pretty sure I read this. I'm getting, uh, did I read this one? So, Maybe I didn't read this. So the the problem with, with this is a I I'm sorry I with the the Miles Morales Spider Gwen crossover. So this has been going on, and I thought, geez, I thought I read this issue, but apparently I'm thinking of must have been last week's Spider Man issue, because yeah, it looks like I did not read this. This is part six of Sitting in a Tree. I cannot comment on this issue. It's it's been a, a fun crossover. I still personally do not know why they were kissing, and because you know that that's part of the story where uh, Miles is telling Gank, Genki, and um, what's his name, Fabio, Gold Balls, and you know he's he's telling the whole story about going to save his dad who traveled to another dimension and may have gone to Gwen's dimension, and they're teaming up. So. We don't know why that happened yet. I'm not sure if it's in this issue. So I think this is the last part. So I don't know. There is also the unworthy Thor. That that came out. Um, this was an issue that was worth writing about, but I didn't have time. The question that people have been waiting for, why did Thor become unworthy? What did Nick Fury whisper? You find out here. So I am not going to spoil it for you because this is something you want to see. If just saying it doesn't really sound right. 
And if there's any gods listening, I don't want to make them unworthy because this is something that could affect them as well. So I think I'm okay with, with what happened. It's a little weird. I, don't, I, I haven't really had time to sit and just stop and in process and think about how I exactly I feel about it. So basically this issue deals with that. We find out what was said, and then there's a whole thing. Is Thor going to take the ultimate Thor hammer, the Mjolnir from the Ultimate Universe? Because, you know, he's right there. The Collector had it, and this could be the answer that he needs. You know, you look at the cover, you see what's going on. Or will something else happen? So this was, I believe this is the last issue. I thought this was supposed to be an ongoing, but I don't know if things happened. Um, you know, because Olivia Coipel, I think he was supposed to be on it, but then I don't know if he, I don't know if he only committed to a few issues and not more, and I, I have no idea what's going on. But there is a, obviously set up for more stuff happening. I haven't read Darth Maul yet, um, the first or second issue. So I'm curious what people think of that. I like Darth Maul. If you've been watching Star Wars Rebels, you know there's some some cool stuff that happened recently. Which, all right, so Birthright 23 came out, and Reborn, Reborn number five. I didn't read that. Uh, I gotta check that out. And I think that's about all I have to talk about. There's some other stuff that came out but we have that. So in the comments, you know, let let us know like what books are you really digging? What books are are you enjoying that we're not talking about? You know, is is there something that that you feel we should be And I know one of them is you know, someone may say Transformers and I was talking to Vinny, Vinny Caravella from from Giant Bomb cuz he started reading some of the, the Transformers books and Back in December, he was here in the office as they're doing their end-of-the-year stuff, and he was kind of filling me in on what was going on. I just feel like this is the bad thing where I always tell people just jump into it, but I I feel like that there's been so much that has happened in the Transformers comics because it's kind of not necessarily been relaunched, but there's like other stuff going on, so it's a little more accessible, but still, it's been a few months now, and I haven't really caught up with with that so i i, I don't know I, I i need to to see about that but um let me know like what what other comics are are you enjoying that that we're not talking about because i i know with the schedule we got to figure something out because it, it's getting tight to you know we're not we're not do, being as long as we used to because of meetings and you know just planning things and that is what life is about, meetings. You will find that you know, if, if you don't already know or are experiencing it in your job, there's just a lot, a lot of meetings. Meetings are good because it you know, gets everyone on the same page, but did you hear that? <laughs> I just I logged out of Skype. Uh, but yeah, sometimes there's just too many meetings and you, know, you don't get, get enough time to, to catch up on everything. So... I think with that, I'm going to end up calling it a show to try to you know get some other stuff done. So as mentioned, WonderCon is this weekend. So Matt and I, Matt, I, Matt and I, and Greg, a different Greg, not Greg, Greg Katzman, Greg Thompson, um, who if you've watched uh, wrestling videos, he and Matt work on those. So Matt does a lot of the wrestling videos on, on GameSpot Universe. And Greg has done some as well. So we will be there. We're kind of all over the place. Um, I'm, I'm not, not sure exactly where we're going to be. I mean, normally we, we have a lot of DC interviews. doesn't seem like we have that many this year. Uh, I don't know if they're just not sending a lot of people or, you know, a lot of people aren't going there. Um, we have, like, other, other interviews set up in some of the other press rooms. So it's going to be crazy just – it feels like it just kind of came out of nowhere. And, I mean, for us, it wasn't until last Wednesday when I was finally – when we were confirmed for our, our press badges because, you know, for press, just to let you in a little bit, 
you know, you have to resubmit your your credential every couple of years. You know, they, they they just to verify that you're still doing what you're doing. You know, you have, you know, you, you covered past shows. You have, you know, so it's not just like anyone can get a badge and say, oh, I got a badge for life. It's like, no, you, you have to do some things, which is fine. So, but it, it took a while and I was just like, are we even going to go? So we are going, we will be there. Uh, like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do a mystery art challenge because it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a nutty weekend. Um, I'm, I'm excited because this is the, the first convention for me for the year because normally I go to Long Beach. I didn't go to Long Beach this year because it was Long Beach and New York Toy Fair were the same year. I didn't go to either. I ended up going to Tahoe with my family. And and Long Beach, Long Beach was a little different this year. It seems like uh, Long Beach Comic Expo. So I, I didn't go to that one. So this will be my first show of the year. So if you are there, we would love to see you. Um, like I said, we're going to be running around. We're, you know, it's it's not like... Oh, we'll meet up at this point at this time because you know a lot of it. You're just you're on your feet. You're you're running around. If you don't have an appointment, you're trying to get cosplay pictures. So, hopefully, we will be. You know, if you are around, if you just want to say hey, um, we'd love to. You know, the easiest way is just to tweet us, and you know, hopefully, we're at a place where we get reception where we see that, and then you know we can say hey, you know, we have an appointment here. We're going to be at the DC booth. You know, from from one to one fifteen, you know, or or so forth, or we're over here checking this out, or or Tony's looking at old uh, Silver Age DC comics because he can't resist buying them. So we'll see. But I'm excited about that, and <laughs> waiting on more more appointments to get confirmed. Confirmed. They are like part one confirmed. I need part two confirmed to figure out the full details. <sighs> There's just a lot going on. And I got an event, the two-day event happening tomorrow and Wednesday, which is cool. I probably shouldn't talk about that just yet. But, yeah, so there is everything. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you got questions, just let us know You know, on the Facebook page. Let us know in the comments here. Let us know on Twitter. And um, the email, I think, is still messed up. I don't know what, what's going on with that. I need to get that sorted. We may have a podcast next week. It's going to depend. Uh, it won't happen Monday morning because that's usually we fly out Monday morning. I might be flying out Sunday night. I, I'm, I might be changing my flight. So uh, sometimes we were, would record Sunday nights, but WrestleMania is happening. So Matt might be a little busy. We're usually pretty exhausted. So we might have to take a skip next week. We'll figure something out whether we can do something early. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out. Hopefully we can squeeze something in, you know, if we do, I don't, I don't want to promise anything because it, it, it gets nuts, nutty, insane. So thanks for listening and I hopefully we'll, we'll talk soon.